Dave Wadsworth, Leslie Peters, another episode of Black and White Men Talking, episode number six. And we are going to jump right into this. But first, none of this will be possible without my main guy, the man, Mr. Dave Wadsworth. Dave, how you doing today? You know, I tell you what, Leslie, I'm fantastic. We're celebrating my wife's birthday today. And as long as my uh, sweetheart is happy, you know, it's a happy home. <laughs> listen, listen, now, Dave, we're we going to go in and handle business because first, you just tell Glenn, I thank her for allowing me to intrude uh, oh. to get this work done this day. Tell her to please forgive me, but I thank her for being gracious. <laughs> and You're that means you, you got to do extra, my friend. You got to do extra for the lovely, lovely Miss Wiseworth. <laughs> so I hope you got some big things planned. Well, we we've already done. We've had a couple of days. It's actually her birthday weekend. Okay, okay. We had the kids in yesterday, and it was awesome. So, she's pretty happy. And the Hoosiers won today. Indiana University. They did. Uh, we beat Michigan State, and uh, we were glad to see that happen. So, yeah. It's always good when you beat the Spartans, right? Beat you know, the Spartans, that, yeah. That rivalry goes all the way back to when Magic and Larry was. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Magic and Larry Bird, they uh, forever linked. Just uh, classic rivalry, even through, well, through the pros, especially. Yeah, they become very good friends, actually. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have. Absolutely. So let me let me just jump right into it today. Uh, you see the question that's on the screen, ladies and gents. We we're gonna <laughs> we gotta get into it today, and the question is. I'm going to actually let Dave set it up. But the question is, are you asking the right question? So backstage, before we before we came on to record, uh, in the green room, Dave and I were talking. And I was just expressing to him my frustration. And he had to calm me down because I was, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was not happy. I had to throw cold water on you. <laughs> and so as we were talking... Um, and if you know Dave, Dave is going to be like, you got to get it out, man. You got to tell yeah. me what you got to get it out, let it out. So as we were talking, he helped me process and we talked about, it. he said, look, man, he said, forget what we had planned. We really need to deal yeah. with this and yep. talk about it. So Dave, I'm going to let you set it up and you can kind of walk through how it all started. I, <laughs> how our day has changed and we're going in a different direction, but I'll let you set up what transpired and how we got here. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. You know, so many times we we get excited about a uh, an issue that's going on, and and really when it comes down to it, we're we're asking the wrong question. And I know uh, you had told me that that you've been asked by so many people, uh, mostly white guys, that say, "Hey, uh, are you upset about Deion Sanders primetime leaving? You know, Jackson State University and going to Colorado to coach there and." And are you angry about it? Are you angry about this? And, let me, and Dave, just let me jump in. The reason why they're asking me is because I'm an alumnus of Jackson State. So right, me, yes. I'm, I'm an avid blue. Not only that, I'm a, I'm a second generation. My dad is an alumnus of Jackson State. So it's when I say I bleed blue, I bleed blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's deep. It's it's deep. And 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 you, of course, I know you wear a lot of the clothing. You know, you want to you have your team colors and, and uh, you're proud of, of that school. A great school, by the way. I've been there on campus. Beautiful campus. Uh, one of the most beautiful campuses I think I've been on. Um, very clean. 
uh, met a lot of people, very, uh, very uh, polite and respectful uh, group. I think the cleanest campus, and this is a segue, the, probably the cleanest campus I've ever been on in my life was actually Tuskegee University, Tuskegee, Alabama. My wife and I spent the night there and uh, at the Kellogg Center, it's the, the hotel union building. Mm-hmm. And, and we walked around campus that next day and we were just astounded. I just, I said, this is the cleanest campus. And I've been on a lot of college campuses. I mean, tons of them. And I was just so impressed, so impressed. But yeah, Jackson State, same thing, same thing. Uh, very good, um, you know, just showing uh, to the public from a visitor standpoint what I could see. But uh, but yeah, I'm sure you've you got to be proud of, of your school, uh, the heritage there, and, and uh, just the uh, accomplishments, tremendous accomplishments by the um, – the graduates of that school and, and over the years. So, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> you were being asked, I think the wrong question, to be honest with you. Are you, are you angry that uh, Dion left? And, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's probably the wrong question. You need to be asking more like, uh, you know, uh, were you upset or, or, or did it, you know, did it uh, uh, hurt you or whatever? And, but not, are you angry? You know, are you, are you mad? You know, well, probably not. More like disappointed, you know, obviously. Yeah, I, I think, you know, let me just let me just make this clear. And I know and the reason why we're having this discussion, Dave thought it was important that we have this discussion mm-hmm. is because I realized a lot of the people asking me don't realize it. Some do. I think they're just trying to antagonize. But most, most 99.9 percent don't. Right. And the reality is this. When you. You got to watch how you use the word anger, particularly when it comes to black men, because we're always deemed as angry. Right. Like women are always deemed as the angry black woman. So that word, you, you got you got to watch that word because it already has a close tie with us in the broader world. Sure. That we've never owned, that we've never. It was it was a label that was put on us. We never we didn't put the label on ourselves. We didn't ask for it. We've never accepted it. But we, we get called that a lot. Yeah. And I think that's because particularly we are em- we are emotion driven people <clears throat> for the most part. We, we're True. full of emotion. <clears throat> we operate from a place of emotion and passion. And sometimes I think the way that's perceived outside of us is anger, but it's not anger. It's just yeah. literally just that passion. Passion. It's emotion. It like if you're around me, Dave, you know I talk a lot with my hands. Sure. Some people will put, well, "Why is he? Is he? Is he? It's threatening." No, I'm. I'm talking. I'm not. My voice is not raised. Talking, but we're we are passionate people in that way. So when I got asked the question, when you phrase it, we all know uh, Coach Prime left Jackson State to take the job at Colorado. I want to put this out there first. We were never, never, ever upset when I'm talking about the alumni of Jackson State, the supporters of Jackson State. We were not upset that or angry. We were never angry that he left. Yeah. Disappointed? Sure. Anybody's disappointed when they're losing something good. Um, will we look, Did we want them to stay longer? Of course we did. Yep. But we were not angry or violent toward him 
because he made the decision to leave. That, not at all. We were upset because we didn't like how he left. Mm, yeah. There's there's a there's a professional. There was a better way to do it that would allow for it to be much smoother. It it was not handled well. Sure. It was the worst kept secret, right? And then to find that out and the news to break the eve of the championship game. And for those students to win that game and not even get to celebrate it, to get rushed back to a mandatory meeting to be told that coaches leave, it's just not the best way. So we were upset at the way, which then put us in a predicament, obviously, to not, re- in my opinion, in my opinion, to not be in the best possible place to play the sub- best possible mental space to actually execute and play at our best level in the celebration ball. That's right. That's right. You know, we had players leave. We had players that didn't play that game that were starters. And the world didn't know about that. So the reality of it is we are grateful to Coach Prime. We, Coach Prime did a lot for Jackson State, but I think what gets lost is Jackson State did a lot for Coach Prime. Sure. Exactly. When nobody else would give him a head coaching job, guess who did? Right. Jackson State. Let's remember, he tried. He went to the Power Five. His own alma mater didn't hire him. His own school that he went to and was a standout All-American and sense of All-American did not have. They told him no. Arkansas told him no. Countless others told him no. They would not give him a chance. Jackson State gave him a chance. Yeah. So Coach Prime even recently came and said, I am not in Colorado if it's not for Jackson State. Right. So I, I but the narrative too often only says about what Coach Prime did for Jackson. We never right. hear about what Jackson did for Coach Prime. And that's unfair. That's unfair. It is unfair. It's a mutually beneficial relationship that both parties benefit. And that's just the truth. And so I think, um, so it's, 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 it, it takes you back when, and, and Dave, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you jump in here, but I'm gonna say this, it takes me back when a white person or particular white male says to me, are you angry that Dion left Jackson State? Mm-hmm. Because from my perception, You've already, you've been listening to the tea leaves, the media, the wordplay. You don't have any perspective of the HBCU itself, the culture, the real issue at all. You're totally out of grasp with it. But you but you go ahead and buy what's been in the media and you come at me and tell me, are you angry that Dion left Jackson State? When did we ever say we were angry? Right. Where did that narrative come from? Right. What we've always said and what you saw people say is we were disappointed that he left. Sure. We were upset with how he handled the departure. Sure. We're never angry at him. Now, when you get of him leaving, now when you get into some of the things that did bother, I might have evoked the more emotions 
was once he transitioned to Colorado and he had the introductory press conference, which to life of me, why you can't make Colorado wait a few more hours. You have that meeting with your team the next day. You let them enjoy the win, had a meeting with your team the next morning, and then you fly out to Colorado to have the press conference a couple hours later than you did. So why you got to rush that that night and take that from those young men? That's what, that's what upsets me. But because you still had the press conference in the afternoon. So you could have still done the press conference in the afternoon. The other issue is when you get there and you make innuendos and you make statements like, oh, air is so clean here. And there's just no crime here. You keep saying there's <laughs> no crime. There's essentially no crime here. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say the place you just left, going to take offense to that. And so the way I lack in that day, if you ever had a if you ever had a girlfriend and y'all broke up and then she went on and she got somebody new, and then she gets out and she says, This relationship is so much better. This is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> Ouch. This person actually treats me like a human being. If you the other person, yep. <laughs> you you, you're not feeling that at all because <laughs> you know that shots fired at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so my thing was, well, number one, there was no need to, to keep saying that. You said it once. Okay. But to keep saying it over and over, I counted, I think he said it four or five times during the press conference. There wasn't no more than 30, 45 minutes. That's too much. And number two, there's crime everywhere. Oh, Yes. It, there's crime everywhere. So, and for you to say Colorado has no crime, when I, I, I have you looked at the statistics? <laughs> so, now, that's all I'm saying. So, I think, I think I turn it over to you, my friend, but I was frustrated by that because it just kept happening, kept happening. And what I really wanted people to ask me, hey, how did you feel about DMV? That's the question. Yeah. Right. That's the right question. How did you feel about Dion leaving? Right. Don't assume I was angry and then ask me if I was angry. No, don't make that assumption. Just how do you feel about Dion leaving? Yeah. yeah. Then I'll tell you. <laughs> that, but, it's very simple. It's a very basic you know statement or, or question. The thing is, here's the deal, Leslie. If you if all you hear is is one side, one side, one side, and that's all you hear. You don't have any other perspective unless you're wise and you're old like me. Well, okay, I'll put it. I'm old like me, but not necessarily wise. <laughs> Sorry about that. But but if you're old, after a while, you, you realize that there's, there's an issue on both sides. You know, there's a story on both sides that you've got to, to realize. I remember when um, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Ben Affleck, they were together as a couple for a long time just a, a, a beautiful couple. And then Ben, of course, he, you know, he went on yeah. and, and Jennifer said, somebody had asked her a question about the relationship. And she said, and this was really good. I thought it was wise on her part, but she said, you know, even if it was only 1%, my issue. Oh, here's my wife is interrupting. Can you believe that? <laughs> she, she should. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Who was it? Oh, it was Brad Pitt. Oh, sorry, wrong celebrity. I was about to say you had the wrong one. 
it's because you're thinking about Ben Affleck and J Lo, I believe. Maybe that. Okay, all right. Some hot chick and some hot guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's Brad Pitt. So I got stories about Brad Pitt too. Anyway, but (laughs) okay. So Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that's right. Because she then went on to. Oh, Glenda would know. It's her birthday, so I got to be really nice to her. So, all right. <laughs> but Brad Pitt. So anyway, she said, "Okay, here's her statement." So Brad Pitt moves on, and um, he, uh, she said, even if only one percent of the issue or the breakup was my fault, she said, "I've got to own that one percent and say, okay, yeah, I had a part in it." Uh, because I think it was really heavily weighted towards Brad and, and his desires to move on. But anyway, so she says, okay, 1%. She says, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give myself one day to have a little pity party and be upset and be sorry, feel sorry for myself, and then I'm going to move on. And I think we can learn so much from that, that, okay, first of all, the 1%. Even if it's 1% your fault, okay, own it. And say, yeah, I probably was irritating. I probably did some things that I probably shouldn't. I said things I shouldn't have and move on. So we need to, to, to do that. But then take a little bit of time and then just move on. Don't you don't have to make up stuff or, or say things out of character, especially, you know, with 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 Dion moving on. OK, just say, hey, this is a better opportunity. It's a power five conference, you know, and 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 let's go with it from there. Let's don't. We don't need to trash our old boyfriend, uh, right. you know, Jackson State, in any way. Because a lot of times when you trash the people that you were with, you're basically trashing yourself because you were with them for a long time, right? Or, you know, a couple of good seasons. And, and when you put them down, you're putting yourself down really too. And so you just need to move on, you know, just 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 be on the pause. Take the high road, we always called it. You know, take the high road. Yeah, we all had disagreements in the past or there were issues, but you know what? Be positive. You know, use that positive coming in and saying, hey, Colorado has a great tradition. We had, well, one of the greatest coaches in the NFL, in my opinion, and I hope the Indianapolis Colts are smart enough to hire this guy is one of the running backs from the great era was Eric Bieniemy. Yep. yep. He was amazing. He was, oh, he was fast. And I love him. He's on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, sideline. He's an uh, offensive coordinator. Is that right, honey? Yeah, that's correct. She's well. My wife is. She knows more about sports. She should be one of those ESPN uh, sideline reporters. She knows everything about everything on sports. It's amazing. Now she's not coordinated enough to chew gum and walk at the same time. You know, so she's not athletically inclined, but mentally she is awesome. But uh, so anyway, but Eric Bieniemy, he's a guy. I think he's a classy. A man, I think he's a very, very good coach because they're going to their fifth straight uh, conference championship. Okay, one step away from the Super Bowl, and he's been there, you know, each time. I think he's been there the whole time. Well, the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, our home team. I hope, like heck, that we really give him a good look, and I hope we hire him honestly. But uh, anyway, but but here's the thing: when you leave, why burn bridges? Why? Why say anything, uh, even if it's true, even if, if there's something that is true, if it's, I always say, ask yourself three questions before you say something. Okay. Number one, is it true? Is it nice? Is it necessary? Now, if you can't answer those three things, if it's true, is it nice or necessary? You know, if it's not, 
then don't don't say anything. Just shut your mouth and move on. Look to the future, not in the past. Okay. So so many times we we burn the past and and really we need to say, wait a minute, I'm thankful to Jackson State because I got to run a program. I got to to run a, a quality football program and show the United States, okay, all the colleges and university. That was basically his audition. Right. for the Colorado job. Right. Those two years at Jackson State. So it's like, thank God for my mother that gave me birth. <laughs> because without her, I wouldn't be here. Okay. Now she may have, you know, didn't like me that much, but <laughs> no. but here's the but here's the deal. It's like, yes, Jackson State, uh, they both benefited. And I think every relationship there's positive and negative. Okay. I don't think there's any relationship we have unless you're dealing with a total scumbag, you know, on the other side and Jackson state is a quality school. Okay. Well, and- I think, and I think that's the message, the message that, you know, I'm just trying to articulate was, and it, it, it's really the basis of why we even do this. These are the little nuances that when we don't talk, we, we yes, we, because we don't have a relationship, I yes. can't stop you and say, hey, man, look, don't ask me that way. I understand what you're trying to ask me. Just ask me how I feel about the enemy. Right. Don't preface it with, am I am I one of the ones that are angry because he left? Because now I know you have already processed sure. all the propaganda out there. You've already made your own opinion. So you're just asking me to just validate whether I agree with you or not. That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah. condescending. So what, what I'm saying is, just ask the question and let the person <laughs> answer the question and then and, and, and we cool. And yeah. as far as you've heard, you've heard, haven't heard anything officially from Jackson State that they've said one thing negative about them. They said, we are, we are grateful um, for what Coach Prime has done during his time here. We wish him much success in his future endeavors and we'll be rooting, from, rooting for him from afar. That's classy. Right so there, it just reminds right. me of what Michelle Obama said uh, one time. She said, when they go low, we go high. Yep, that's right. And so I'm just trying to educate because, so look, Brandon Matt used to do this thing. He's like, I'm talking to you, America. Listen, all white people, if you're going to talk to alumnus of Jackson State, just ask him, how do you feel about Coach Prime Lee? There you go. That's the question. That's and you will get the answer you want. Just that's the question. Yeah. Do not say, are you angry because he left? And nobody ever, we never said we were angry. So just ask the question, you'll get the answer, and we'll all be good. And so that's that leads us to the task where we're saying, are you asking the right question? And hopefully we've educated people today on just how to have conversations and through friendships. You'll learn how to how to how to ask the right question because if you have a genuine communication and a friendship, That's then right. the person is gonna stop me and say, Hey, don't ask it that way, ask it this way. Yeah. I'd be happy to answer. Hey, my favorite author, uh, Andy Andrews, love the guy. He's written many best-selling books, but uh, Andy Andrews, he is a, a big sports fan. Matter of fact, Andy has I met him a few times. I'm friends with uh, several of his friends, but Andy has, has spoken before uh, to the teams before the National Football Championship on a number of occasions. I mean, Clemson had him in. Alabama has had him in. 
him and Kirby uh, Smart with Georgia, they're good friends. They've, you know, he's he's done the pregame talk for these teams. I mean, he's awesome. He's a great guy. But but one thing that Andy Andrews says, he says, the quality of your answers is determined by the quality of the questions you ask. So we need to be asking the right questions to get the right answer. Because number one, when we ask the wrong question, we're not going to get the right answer. We're not going to get a quality answer, but also we're being somewhat prejudice or, or prejudging uh, of the situation. And we're assuming you're an angry black guy, you know, when, and, and maybe we don't mean to be, you know, we're not, you know, but it does come across that way after five or six times, somebody asks you the same thing. So we need, we want, if we want quality answers and fair answers, honest answers, we need, we ask, need to write, ask the right question, ask quality questions. So there you are. I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. So great episode. Thank you, Dave, for helping me unpack that one. Um, <laughs> listen, we'll be back. I'm going to challenge you guys to watch the next episode as we dive into um, kind of kind of part two of this, but really it's a little different. Uh, another scenario uh, that is just kind of hot in the HBCU atmosphere right now. So we're diving into, into that and talk about whatever else is on Dave's mind in the next <laughs> episode. So which, if you don't know Dave, there is always something on Dave's mind. <laughs> That's me. right. Yeah, those those last three brain cells that are banging together in there, there's something going on, I'm telling you. I promise you. <laughs> so I just want to, so what I want to tell you is, oh, also you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Listen Notes, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us, Black and White Men Talking, Leslie Peters, Dave Wiseworth. Tune into the next episode and share this with all your friends and have your own discussions around the table about important things that can help us all come closer together and be able to learn from one another. See you on the next episode.